My, I know I don't have the grades to get yeah. a D1 full ride scholarship. I can, um, I had some D2, D3 schools hit me up, but at the end of the day, like, I'm not about to, who's going to pay for it? Yeah. You know, not my mom. <laughs> the one that just lost her husband, she's not paying for it, so I got to get it some other way, but I didn't really know what I was going to do. Wasn't nobody talking about nothing, and then I swear to God, like, out of nowhere, like, a, an army recruiter knocked on my door. And then he was, like, the first person to offer me something, and I knew I had to get up out of Pittsburgh, and I had to do something, yeah. get some money. So I'm just full sin. I'm like, all right, bet, let's do it. So what... So when you get in the army, what was the first two weeks like? So we got another episode of Adversity Kings. Special guest today, we've got Kanan Cleveland yes, from sir. the Cleveland Show. Yes, sir. Cleveland Brown Show. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. How you doing today, bro? I'm good. How are you, boss man? Doing good, dude. Yes, sir. Doing good. You are going that fro to heaven. Dude. <laughs> I'm about to get it. I'm gonna get it straightened Braided? up when I go back. Yeah. Braided. I was thinking about it, but then y'all said something about you probably shouldn't want to twist. I, I don't know. I don't know. I hate to say it because I always feel bad because uh -huh. I know the pride and joy in a man's hair. But I remember I had my shit braided. My shit was long, just like that. And Brody pulled me in the in my in the in his office. And it was in, in my hiring process, and he, and he, I'm enrolling in the course, and he's like, "Look, you, you're going to be in a professional industry now, and if you want to make professional income, you're going to have to shave that, sh shave that, uh, you know, shave your hair off." And then hit the GA, whose name was Ryan Ohm, he said, "Yeah, you're going to have to shave that shit off your head, boy." And <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to be so rich, and I was like, "Shit, oh, you, you know, know Simon's bald, everybody's bald, so I, I've been." Bald, I guess, in a sense, you know, <laughs> ever, bald ever, ever since. Ever since. But, I, but I made five mil over the last five years, so Fact. it is what it is. But I see people with, with different, yeah, I mean, it's 2022. You know mm, what I mean? I was about to say. Connor's got a worm tattooed on his hand. So it's <laughs> like, you can, <laughs> See, Wizzy, that's my boy. Yeah, Shout you, out Connor. <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever. So uh, I don't know. It is, it is what it is. I was just, I just really grew mine out because, like, you know, I was in the army since yeah. 2018, so this is like the never first time. Yeah, this is the first time I've been able to like grow my hair out. Yeah, so I'm just like, yeah, see I'll, if it I'll, grows. Yeah, I just wanted to grow it Miracle out. Miracle grow. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like a chia pet up there. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> what's your story, man? Where are your parents from? I know you got a crazy story. Yeah, I do got a crazy story. So, uh, both my parents are from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, I got my biological dad. I'm, I'm not really cool with him at all. Yeah, we got some problems. But like my stepdad is the one who raised me. Yeah. Uh, he's from Jamaica, Queens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My mom's from Pittsburgh. So biological dad, born and raised in Pittsburgh? Yes, sir. And then when did you guys fall out? Uh, <laughs> off well, and on? Yeah, or? it's always been off and on, but like we had a big fallout in 2019. Yeah? Mm-hmm. When you were in the military or were you yeah, going I was, to? I was home on leave. Okay. I was home on leave. Yeah. Yep. And was he just trying to parent you? Yeah, it was, it was more so like, so my stepdad, that's the one who raised me. He yeah. passed away in two, matter of fact, today marks five years. It was wow. no, it was November 10th, uh, 2017. I was wow. a senior. My so, yeah, that's all good. Yeah. So today marks five years, which is crazy. But um, I was home on leave. It was like my last day in Pittsburgh. You yeah. know, I was stationed out in Germany and like, I'm, I'm going to be going for some time, you know? Uh -huh. So I really don't really mess with my, my dad, but he was hitting me up like, why don't you come see me all this, that, and the fourth? I'm more so like I just paid a thousand dollars to come home. You could yeah. really, you could come see me to be honest, you know. Yeah. And I don't have a car or nothing like that. But uh, we was having like a little dinner for me about to go back to Germany, 
And then uh, my mom was like, I mean, you can invite him if you want to. I don't got no problem with yeah. him. I was like, yeah, we could just invite him just to be cool. And then uh, so he came over. Everything was pretty much cool at first. And then, like, you know, words got exchanged, egos and all that type of stuff. And then I just felt like he was trying to take credit for some stuff that he didn't do, you know? Yeah. So he was just blowing my vibe. And I'm just like, I'm the type of person, like, if I ain't feeling you, I ain't feeling you. Yeah. I don't, I don't care who you <laughs> yeah, were, that or not. Like, you get kicked out the crib, you know? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, you might as well just dip. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not feeling you. It's my last day. You're really, you know, blowing my mood. Like, I'm here to celebrate with my friends, my family. You yeah. know what I mean? Not be here arguing with you. Yeah. You feel me? I don't even like you that much. So I'm like, yeah, yes. you might as well just his dip and then he basically said like well I'm not even talking to you right now I'm talking to your mom basically like I'm not going nowhere you know yeah and then some stuff happened from there I ain't gonna get yes I can already imagine I can already imagine <laughs> it's been it's been like some beef ever since so <laughs> so from from elementary school what was that like? You know what I mean? From being a little kid to elementary school, what was that? What was that period of your life like? Elementary, it was pretty cool. It was pretty yeah. cool. I had like, gateway their whole life. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty lucky. I ain't gonna lie. We ain't have it super easy, but I didn't have it hard. Like you know, yeah. especially not like you. I yeah, didn't yeah. have to worry about where my next meal was coming from. None yeah. of that stuff. I had my mom and my stepdad, my siblings and stuff. So everything yep. was pretty much straight. We wasn't rich, but we yeah. weren't broke. So, what were some of the memories or different things that stuck out in your in your childhood? Um, childhood memories, I'd be like, like another instance, we got like a little vacation crib out mm-hmm. in Delaware, yeah. kind of near Ocean City and all that type yeah, yeah. of stuff. They used to force me to go out there. I never wanted to go because it's yeah. just a whole bunch of old people out there. Yeah. Like, so I remember always getting forced to go to Delaware and stuff, but looking back on it, like how lucky was I to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Be able to go to a, like a vacation house in a sense. Yeah. You feel me? Most people, you know, have to worry about their house right now. And I'm yeah. like, crying about going to a beach house, you know? Yes. So stuff like that. Um, I played football my whole life, so I've always been active yeah. in the sports and stuff like that. So did you play any other sports or just football? I played football my entire life, and then my junior year and my senior year a little bit, I played lacrosse too. Okay, mm-hmm. and football? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So how was, who'd you look up to in football? Who's been your favorite team? Has it always been the Steelers? Steelers, yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So do you like, who'd you like, San Antonio Holmes? Um, I always liked Heinz Ward. Like Heinz Ward, Troy Palomalu, yep. uh, James Harrison. Yep. But it was easy being a Steelers fan back then because we were good. And yeah. I was, and I were trash, so it was a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, I can't I even imagine. I don't care for it anymore. Yeah, yeah, I can't even imagine now. Tomlin, he's out there still. Yeah, who knows? I guess so. Yeah, who knows? Yep. You got to give him a little bit of kudos of holding it together with... Never had a losing season. Yeah, with so some he, of these cats. Hey, you never know. Mike, he might pull something through for the rest of the season. You yeah. never know. Yeah, Mike, you never he know. might do something. You never know. <laughs> so middle school to high school, was there any major adjustments in your life? Um, middle school to high school, yeah, there actually was. Like our first time going through like a little financial hardship. My mom, she's an RN, you know okay. what I mean? So she always made a decent living for herself. But um, she was working sick call down at the county. Yeah. Uh, for like eight years and then uh, she wasn't really feeling the stuff that was going on down there and she, yeah. so she left so she was unemployed for probably like a year and some change and that's the first time it was kind of like a struggle for real like uh-huh. we wasn't able to do all the stuff we wanted to do type. and she, why'd she get laid off she didn't really get laid off she just kind of left because they was okay. like changing up their management well one yeah. they was like doing a whole bunch of folksy stuff with the inmates my mom she's like she can make money pretty much i don't want to say anywhere but if you got an rn you could work you could work yeah anywhere almost but mm-hmm. like she ain't really dig how they was treating the inmates for one, cause she like mess with the inmates a lot, cause she didn't yeah. view them as like one of us. You know, yeah. my mom, she come from the inner city of Pittsburgh, so she knew yeah. how it is. So she just kind of like to help people, and then they were just changing up their schedules and stuff. So she really wasn't feeling it. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was a whole bunch of like stuff going on yeah. down at the county ACJ, like people coming up missing, inmates getting killed and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So she just wasn't feeling. That's it. what I try to tell you guys: people never leave bad companies; they leave bad leaders. Ninety-eight mm-hmm. percent of the time, when I when I hear. You know why did why did an individual leave? It's it's rarely ever a money issue 
where people probably predominantly think, oh, I'm not getting paid enough. It's really a combination of probably probably combination of not getting paid enough for the emotional drain. And the emotional drain is the predecessor. And, and that's the bad leadership. Yep. That's the you know change up in management and not treating the environment or the culture right. And then simultaneously, you're paying them 50 grand or 100 grand. And really, that person would need millions to put up with your bullshit. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like, bro, you got to, you better... Bring that shit up. Calm it down, huh? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So you played all the way up until your sophomore, so senior year of football. Yeah. And then did you go to college football? No. Nope. You went straight to the military? Yes, sir. So why straight to the military? Why no college? Um, so I wanted to do college football. Like you could ask, I I'm the type of person, like, no, I was good. Like I was really nice at football. You yeah. Know? Like you what could position? ask anyone. I played defensive end. Okay. And I played guard too. I, I swear I played offensive line. I yeah. was like only like 195 pounds. Yeah. But I, I had good technique and stuff and yep. I was fast. So it didn't matter about yep. size to me. So I played offensive and defensive line, but I was small for the line. You feel me? So yeah. I probably should have been playing like outside linebacker or yeah, something. Yeah. But uh, I never had the best grades in school. I was yep. probably like a, a 2.3 type person, just yeah. enough to be eligible. I was never a fan of school. Yeah. But um, but I was good at football and stuff. So a couple of coaches, they would come through and stuff like that, and they would be peeping me. And then they would ask for my transcripts. They see my transcripts, and they lose interest. You know what I yeah. mean? So it was stuff like that. And then, like I said, my senior year, the biggest thing that happened was my dad had passed away, which was, mm -hmm. you know, five years ago today. So that put, like, a big hole in everything pretty much. You know what I yeah. mean? Would you say that was the hardest adversity you've been through? Uh, to date, yes, sir. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And so if you don't mind, share that that experience and that story. Yeah, so um, <laughs> it's crazy, too, thinking back on it. So, like, I'll probably say my dad was getting sick for, like, a year straight. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he was on oxygen, different mm -hmm. types of stuff. Like, he was kind of losing, like, his manly prep. You know what was I mean? Was he older? Yeah, he was probably, like, when he passed away, I think he was, like, 62. Yeah. Yeah, so he probably would have been, like, what? Yeah, not, like, old in America. Not old, old. Yeah. yeah, but he was older. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But if you don't got the best health, that's mm -hmm. old, you know? Yeah. Pretty much. But um, he was starting to get sick, like, a year early, and now to it, he's on oxygen and stuff. Mm -hmm. So we used to be, like, real tight, but we kind of, like, I want to say grew apart, but I'm getting older, he's getting sick, so I'm not trying to be around him all like that. Yeah. You know, I'd just rather be outside the crib doing my own thing. I don't want to see him sick anyway. Yeah. You know? And I got my license and stuff now, so it's just a lot changing. So um, he was getting sick, like, leading up to the year. But we didn't think he was just going to like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And then I remember it, he was just going downhill slowly but surely. Like, then he couldn't drive. Then it was, like, happening real fast, but we didn't expect death. Yeah. And then um, I remember uh, it was the football season when he passed. So we were we were going into the playoffs. First playoff game was against Wilton Hills. Mm -hmm. We had only one loss. We only, uh, we only lost one game so far. It was yeah. probably, like, 8-1 or something like that. Yep. I don't know. So his first playoff game, we're going against Woodland Hills. We beat Woodland Hills. Everything's cool. My dad was in the hospital, but I didn't really think too much of it. I just figured he was in the hospital. You know yeah. what I mean? So I came back from the game and stuff. My mom told me, like, yeah, they basically saying, like, he ain't got too much longer. But we yeah. still not expecting that soon. You feel me? So I'm like, all right, we just kind of mentally prepping ourselves for it, but we not really prepping yeah. for it yet, if you get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And then that very next week, um, it was the next Wednesday, so probably, like, the 8th or something like that, uh, I had left football practice, and I swear to you, I don't make this stuff up, but it's the craziest thing ever. And so I left football practice, right? I walked into the house. He was on the couch. He was still cool. I'm like, yo, what up, Pops? He was like, yo, what's up? Not much. Cool, chilling. So I go into the room, talk to my mom, go into the kitchen. I start making some food, and I swear to you, right? <laughs> I was like, damn, I ain't really talked to my dad in a minute. You know what I mean? Like, we haven't yeah. had, like, a one-on-one -on -one conversation or nothing like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, like, I'm about to just go chop it up with him. He's getting sick. Like, I just want to go see where his head's at and mm -hmm. just go chop it up with him because I haven't done it in a while. And he's getting sick. You feel me? 
So I swear to you, right? So I go, I got my food in my hand and stuff. So I go in the, uh, the living room to go just chop it up with my pops. And then he's like slumped over on the couch type. But I'm thinking he's probably asleep or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. not thinking nothing of it. So I start tapping on him. And then uh, he just wasn't moving. So, you know, so I'm like, yo, dad, you know what I'm saying? So I start getting louder. I'm like, you know, what's going on? And then I peep, like his oxygen hose was like off of his nose type. You get what yeah. I'm saying? So then I'm like, uh-oh, you feel me? Start shaking him more. He ain't moving. So then I called my mom. Cause she's an RN. She came in, started doing the same thing. She started freaking out. We called an ambulance. And then uh, he was brain dead. You feel me? Yeah. I remember them. They had the little, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They'd use a the little thing in there. I remember the whole scene. My dog was in there going crazy. Like, it was just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Real chaotic. Then they took him to the hospital. Um, we went up to the hospital probably like an hour later. Then that's basically when they told us, like, yeah, he's unresponsive. He's not responding to pain, nothing else like that. So basically they just said, like, you might as well just call the family up, have them come in town, and then... Uh, you know, we're going to have to, yeah. we got to do what we got to do, pull the plug. Wow. So that was Wednesday. Um, so I didn't go to school uh, Thursday. Friday came around. My, my step-siblings, they came in. They're all from Baltimore and New York and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's where my family's from on that side. So they came in Friday. And I remember um, in order to play high school football, you had to show up. Yeah. The day of the game. You feel me? You didn't have to be there all day, but you had to show up at least a little bit. It's just yeah. something like that. So um, I'm basically like... I didn't go to school Thursday. I didn't go Friday morning, but I went, like, Friday at lunch or something like that. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And at school, I guess my mom told the school what's up because they already knew what it was. So I, then I went to, like, one or two classes because I'm, like, I ain't going to lie. I'm about to play this football game regardless. Yeah. I'm, like, I always had it back in my mind. Like, even if my dad dies, I'm playing this football game. Yeah. Because football was my life, and I know he would have wanted me to play anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm playing this football game anyway. So I go to school. I think, like, sixth period was lunch. By seventh period, they call me down. They're like, yeah, uh, your brother and your sister's here to come get you. And then uh, it was my sister and it was my stepbro from Baltimore. So when I see my stepbro, that's pretty much how I knew, like, what it was going to be. Yeah. And um, are you kind of familiar with Moreauville at all? Like, yeah. You know where Gateway High School is at? Mm-hmm. So you know Forbes Hospital mm-hmm. right across the street? Yeah. Yep. So um, they, I'm, at, I'm at the high school. They pick me up. And they're like, yep, we're going over to the hospital. We ride 30 seconds over to Forbes. I get there. My stepsister's there. My mom, all my family's there. And then uh, they was basically like some of the men from the, uh, the the men's choir from the church and stuff was there. And they was like, you know, we about to do it. Like, you want to be in here? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm, all my family's in here. I'm going to be in here, too. So we went up to the hospital. Um, they pulled the plug. He flatlined, you know. Yeah. And then, um, you know, that was pretty much it. And then one of his friends from the choir, it really hasn't registered yet. You know what I mean? It didn't mm-hmm. really hit. I knew it was happening, but it didn't hit me yet. You know what I mean? I'm just like, damn, I got to get to the high school. That's all I'm thinking. It's like, I got to get to the high school. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My mom's crying, all that type of stuff. I got to get to the high school. So my um, my dad's friend who was in the choir, he drove me over to the high school. And then I remember he dropped me off. And he's just like, hey, like, you know, you're better than me. Like, you know, you don't have to do this. But, like, he would definitely want you to. And I was like, yeah, for sure. Still really hasn't registered yet. And I remember I went through the little loading dock. If anyone's familiar with Gateway, like, the loading docks were, like, the cafeteria's at. Mm-hmm. So I walk up through the loading dock, and then um, they was at pregame meal in the cafeteria. And then I remember just walking through the hallway, and, like, that's when it just hit me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, damn. Like, your dad just died. And you just, you know, so I just watched it happen. And that's when I just started, like, bawling, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I had seen one of the little moms and stuff. She was walking through, like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I couldn't even talk to her. I'm just like, mm-hmm. like just, you feel me? And then that's when I walked into the um, I walked into the cafeteria, and I remember like 
everyone was in there like happy, turned, laughing, like, you know what I'm saying? Good spirits mm. and stuff. And then like as soon as I opened the door, they all just looked at me and everyone just got quiet. You feel me? Mm. And then like it just shifted the whole mood and they already knew what it was. So I didn't want to be in there to like, you know, blow their mood up or nothing. So then I just went down to the locker room and, you know, a couple coaches came down and talked to me and stuff. And that was just it. You know, we went off to play McKeesport. And I don't know if you know the history about Gateway and McKeesport, but you know how football works. Mm-hmm. In Pennsylvania, well, at least in Pittsburgh, you don't really care for states. You want to play at Heinz. Because mm-hmm. if you if you go to the Whippeo, you get to play at Heinz. Yeah. We just want to play at Heinz Field. No one really cared about Hershey. I yeah. mean, it'd be nice, but we went to states too, but we just want to play at Heinz. Yeah. So the year before that, we, uh, it was a semifinals playoffs. We was playing at Norwin, same scenery. Uh, and we played against McKeesport. And if anyone knows about this game, we was up. And we was about to go to Heinz the first time since, like, 2008 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, with five seconds left on the clock, <laughs> McKeesport does a hook and ladder with we'll scores with no time left. And we don't go to Heinz. Swear to God. Wow. So, like, it was the craziest thing ever. So, literally, a year later, it's the same scenery at Norwin Hospital. I mean, not Norwin High School, you feel me? Yeah. Semifinals, whoever wins goes to Heinz. Gateway versus McKeesport, only difference is, you know what I'm saying, my dad ain't here to see it, you feel me? Same exact scenery. Just to make a long story short, uh, we bust over there, we played, we beat McKeesport, you feel me? I played that game, and then the next week we went down to Heinz. So you guys played Heinz? Yep. How was that? That was lit. We played against PT. Yeah. That's probably like the best game I ever played in my life. Penn Trafford? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. So who who was... uh who was the best player on that team? Uh, my cousin, on if Pet you Trafford? ask me. Yeah, it was the only black dude on PT. Yeah. His name is Johnny Gay. He's my cousin through marriage. He was the running back. He went to uh, play, he played college somewhere. Yeah. But he was like the best player. Who was the best player on your guys' team? Um, for our grade or overall? Overall. Um, if you ask me, I think the best player on our team is probably Derek Davis. Yeah. Because he was a freshman at the time. He's playing at LSU right now. Oh, he was like real? the number two safety in the country. Oh, is he a safety still? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yep, he's down at LSU. So if, if you ask me, I'd probably say the best player would have to be Derek or like Courtney. Or was he big as a freshman? Yeah, he was a big man child. Yeah, yeah, he was he was real big. He like his freshman year, he got offered from Pitt, Ohio State. How big Clemson. was he? Derek's probably like, let's say he's probably like six foot six one, probably weighing in at like a solid one eighty something. Yeah, but if he was six one as a freshman, yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's that's he huge. got offer from everywhere. Shout out Derek. Yeah, that's I, huge. I mess with Derek. Now, who was the best player you ever played against ever? The best player I ever played against ever. Um, played against. Let's see. Oh, Cal Pitts. Yeah, you know who that is? No. He went. I think he went like number two in the uh, draft or something like that. He plays for. Um, he, he played for the Gators. I forget who he, I think he plays for Atlanta or something now. Okay. But uh, when we went to States my senior year, we played a team called Archbishop Wood. It was a private school. So you guys ended up beating Penn Trafford? Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we, we tore him up. Oh, so you beat Penn Trafford mm-hmm. and then went to States. We beat Penn Trafford, played two more state playoff games. We won. Where were those? Uh, one, they were both in um, a place called, what's it called? I don't want to say Altoona. I think it was Altoona. Yeah. Altoona, PA. Yeah. We played them out Altoona, PA, and then we played States at Hershey, Hershey Stadium. And we got obliterated. Who'd you play? It was a private school called Archbishop Wood. And that's who Kyle Pitts was on? Yeah, they had a they had Kyle Pitts. They had a running back that went to Virginia Tech. It was just like people from New Jersey. It's just, you know, how private schools are. Okay, so, so they recruited a team. We're a public school, you yeah. feel me? So it was pretty impressive for us to be a public school to go that far. Yeah. You know, so. So who, who was Kyle Pitts? Kyle Pitts, he was like the defensive end at the time. Okay. Slash tight. I don't know, he was something. He's just shutting the whole field down. He's like 6'5". Yeah. He was crazy. 
Just he a big man. Game changer. Yeah. Like, we couldn't run screens. We couldn't do nothing. Yeah. He was batting down passes. I've never, like, single-handedly seen one person control, like, a side of a field that crazy until I yeah. played him. Mm-hmm. Why you guys just not go to the other side? <laughs> what you say? Why didn't y'all just go to the other side? What you mean, switch over? Yeah. I can't do that. No, we, so, we, so you're... So your defense, he shut down one side. Yeah. So go to the other oh, side. Oh, you mean on the other side of the field? Yeah. There's another monster over there, too. <laughs> Cal Pitts was just the craziest. They had a team full of, like, we was playing a college football team. Yeah. Like, it was to the point, like, we was hoping nobody get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We was like, we just hope nobody get hurt this game. They was crazy. Yeah. It was a fun game, though. I liked it. So who, who went the farthest on the gateway team? Jaquan Brisker. He uh, played for the Bears right now. Oh, for real? Yep. He's killing it, too. Yo, why don't you get him on the podcast? I'm going to have to hit him up. I'm going to have to hit him up. Yeah. I'm going to have to hit him up for sure. What a bad I said mess with. Up. Yeah, I swear. I swear. I, I mess with Jaquan, too. Is I he had, older or younger? Uh, he's a year older than me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had shot him a DM before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dope. So after your football career, was there any like gap time before the military? Nope. It was cool. straight to the military? Well, I mean, okay, after the football season, like, pretty much my dad had that. So I, was, I wasn't even going to school no more. You feel yeah. I me? Mean? Like, I'm not going to school no more. Yeah, so but, you, that, but you got your diploma. Yeah, I did. Yep. yep. But I pretty much knew, like, all right, so you got to like you gotta think of the same, right? So it's me, I got my mom, and I got a brother with Down syndrome. That's yeah. it. You feel me? I got other siblings, but they're doing their own thing. So my dad just died. So we lost half our, like, it's like life insurance, right? So we lost yeah. half our income. The funeral, I think the funeral got paid for, but you know what I'm saying? We, you know what I mean? So we lost uh-huh. a lot of stuff. So uh, basically, we were operating on one leg. So like, how am I? I know I don't have the grades to get yeah. a D one full ride scholarship. I can. Um, I had some D two, D three schools hit me up, but at the end of the day, like, I'm not about to. Who's going to pay for it? Yeah, you know, not my mom, <laughs> the one that just lost her husband. She's not paying for it, so I got to get it some other way. But I didn't really know what I was going to do. Wasn't nobody talking about nothing. And then I swear to God, like out of nowhere, like a, an army recruiter knocked on my door. And then he was like the first person to offer me something, and I knew I had to get up out of Pittsburgh, and I had to do something, yeah. get some money. So I'm just full sin. I'm like, all right, bet, let's do it. So what? So when you get in the army, what, what was the first two weeks like? Um, it was fun to me. Yeah, it was fun. What was it? Just working out, basic training. Yeah. Yep. Because I, I I forget what I was watching, but uh, it was basically like a podcast. They was like, just trick your mind. Like, if you turn into a crazy person, then the environments around you won't be crazy. Yeah. So I was just like, all right, it's just a game. These people is no different than me. I'm 18 years old athlete. You feel me? So I already feel like I'm in better shape than half of them. Yeah. So I'm just turn into be. a crazy person, and you know what I'm saying. So the environment around Were me. Were the won't workouts be crazy. even that hard? No. Yeah, I can't imagine. No. Like, it's designed for, like, the average person to pass. Yeah. It's hard if you don't do it. Like, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. Like, when you go on your first ruck, that's hard, you know? Uh, if you're right. not used to running. Hiking and shit mm-hmm. is hard. I don't like hiking. Yeah, if, if you're not used to running five Especially miles, when it'll they, be hard. they have you on with a 70-pound pack exactly. and gear. Like, exactly. That's yep. a pain You got to carry a weapon. Like, it's like the chafing. You know you know yeah. that is chafing. That's yep. what's hard. Blisters. That's what's hard. It's not like the walking part. This is what comes with it. Yeah. So uh, that was like the hard part, but I had fun with it. Yeah. I got into like the best shape of my life. Um, like one of the top PT studs. So I had fun with it. Yeah. Yep. So what, and you went all over, where, where all did you travel? Um, I've been to like outside the country or inside? With, our, with the army. I've been to, um, so South Carolina, Fort Jackson, Fort Gordon, Georgia, Fort Benning for Airborne School, Georgia. Then I've been to Germany. I've been to Italy. I've been to Poland, Slovenia, Austria, Croatia, Czech Republic. And where is... And, um, and why did you go to all these places for training? Yeah, different training exercises. And then the Czech Republic, that's where Prague's at. And then where is uh, where is Amsterdam at? 
I don't know, dude. I sell life insurance. <laughs> Amsterdam's one of the the Netherlands. I've been to the Netherlands. Yeah, yeah. that's where Amsterdam's at. All of this was training. Um, no. So mo like seven of them was training. So Italy, Croatia, Austria, Slovenia, Croatia, all those were training. The two leisure ones that I went to was um, Czech Republic, Prague, and then Amsterdam. Yeah. yeah. So you just got to go there for fun? Yeah, because Europe is open borders. So once yeah. you're in Europe, you could, pr you could pretty much go anywhere as long as you're not flying. Okay. Yep. You could drive anywhere. Oh, so you drove? Yeah. Amsterdam was only like eight hours from Germany. Where so I they gave at. you a car or you got to buy a car when you were in Germany? Um, I was with me and Tyson went together. But okay. yeah, I bought a car out there. I had like... I had two cars out there. Okay, wow. Yeah. So how'd you get back into the States? Oh, I did had you, to fly back in. Did you sell everything? Like, Oh, when I came back? Yeah. Yeah, well, my first car, I, <laughs> I put my first car in a ditch Okay. Uh, out in Germany. Them back roads is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So I put my first one in a ditch, and then, uh, yeah, I sold my second one. Okay. Mm -hmm. So did you, uh, and that was the only things you had, like, that you had to sell off on your way back? I um, pretty much kept everything else. Yeah, so... Yeah. Coming back, you know, why'd you come back? For this. Okay, so you, and that was how long of a process was that? Um, as far as me transitioning into this? Mm -hmm. So I would probably say, like, so I knew my contract. I was in, like, the last year of my contract. So how long, how many years did you do? Around four years, like three uh, years, 40 weeks. Is that the longest you, or the shortest you can do? Um, I think you could do, I know some people that did, like, two-year contracts, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Two or three years is the shortest you could do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I did, like, the average. When it comes out, with, I did a three-year contract, but when you add in, like, training and all that stuff, it came out to, like, three years, 40 weeks or something. Mm -hmm. So I say four years, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, it makes <laughs> right sense. Right as well. So, and then how long was the process of you getting into this? So, um, I always was watching y'all. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because, like, think about it, like, Rob's my boy. Like, yeah. I really I really mess with Rob. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And then um, I was in the Army probably making, when I was a private, like, 600 every two weeks on the high end. You know what I mean? Yep. When I'm a, uh, by the time I worked my way up to my top rank, I was only making like a thousand every two weeks. So I okay. always, like, especially when y'all were out in uh, Nebraska, mm -hmm. y'all was making like 20, 30K a week. I was always in touch with Rob, like, yo, bro, yeah. I'm interested. Like, you know, if I, if I don't, when I leave this, I'm really trying to mess with y'all. Yeah. And he had told me at first, like, before I even said something, like, yo, bro, like, uh, whenever, if you ever think about leaving the army, you need something to do, like, you always got a spot with us. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that means a lot. Y'all motherfuckers make it like, oh, my bad, excuse my French, but y'all no, make it like two, three hundred thousand a year, like 20. Yeah. Like, that means something. Appreciate it. So I always thought about it. And then I came up to a point in my uh, military career. I got some certs too. Like, I wasn't a grunt in the military. I was a, um, I did IT and yeah. all that type of stuff. So um, I got some certifications for IT. Hold on, let me clear this. This is going to come back away. I got the same deal. <laughs> but uh, I got some IT certifications uh, and a security clearance. So basically, like, even if I, you know, all else was to fail, which is not, but I could still get an IT job making over 100K. You know what I mean? So I got some IT certs, but um, I was like, Damn, I don't really know what I wanted to do. I didn't want to do IT. I just got it as like a, you know, a back burner type of thing. So I would have something. And then uh, something just hit me like, yeah, just text Rob. So yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm about to just hit up Rob and see if I can still do the life insurance gig. So I called him. I was actually in Italy doing some training, and I was like, man, I got to get out of here. Like, I was I was starting to grow my hair out a little bit. And uh, the 173rd, I was stationed in Germany, but our brigade is in Italy, so all the top dogs is in Italy. So I'm just walking around getting harassed by all this leadership, like, cut your hair, all this other shit. They were just really making me mad. I'm like, yeah, I'm done with the Army. Like, I can't do this no more. And I'm like, I really got to get something popping. And then I was like, I'm going to just text Rob. And then Rob told me, he was like, yeah, you could do it, basically. And I'm like, all right, but, like, is you serious? Because, like, when I get back to Germany, like, I'm, I'm about to start the process. Like, you don't, you don't put your two weeks in to leave the Army. Mm -hmm. It's like a five- to six-month process. So yeah. this happened in, like, June, you know what I mean? 
So I'm like, if you serious, bro, like I'm full sending it. You know what I mean? Like I'm dropping everything. I'm telling my leadership when I get back, I'm done. Basically, I'm putting in the paperwork like I'm really going to do this. He's like, yeah, bro, let's do it. So then I got back to Germany. Then I just called him, verified one more time. You know what I mean? And then he was like, yep. I was like, all right, bet. So then that's when I was like, I was telling him, like, yeah, I'm getting out. And they was like, you ain't getting out. What you going to get out and do? I'm like, I'm going to sell life insurance. Yeah. Like, you're selling life insurance. I'm like, don't worry about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't care what you think. Just know yeah. I'm getting out. You feel me? And then I had told Tyson and Black and all of them, and I was like, yeah, bro, you know, I'm getting out. This is what I'm doing. Um, I was already putting them on with Rob. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if this is popping and legit, I'm going to tell y'all boys, might as well do it too. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, bro. You know what I mean? They trusted me to the point where it was like, if you if you say it's legit, we're going to do it too. Yeah. So, uh, yep, that's, now we're here. And so how long have you been in the insurance industry now, out here? Um, So I started the uh, end of February, beginning of March, so like seven months. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's not long at all. That's not long. I always forget how sh- how short amount of time you guys have <laughs> been doing this because mm-hmm. you guys moving up so quickly. So in the in the seven months... I guess roughly, like how much have, have you made roughly? So in the seven months that I've been here, I've made like advanced like forty to fifty thousand. Nah, that ain't bad at all. Nah, yeah, that ain't not bad too at bad. All. That ain't but bad that's at just all. like what we get advanced. So like yeah. overall, you know, like sixty, probably yeah. sixty, seventy thousand. Yeah, that's fire. In, in like seven months. So what would you say has been the hardest for you over that seven months? Um, the hardest for me is just trying to, like, I be trying to get my network like everyone's else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and just as far as the sense of, like, like support and referrals and all that type of stuff. Yeah, uh, it's slow to get it started. It's like yeah, I've been through a lot mentally and stuff like that, so I'm not worried about quitting or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just really trying to get on the same level that I see some of the other, you know, yes. top producers on. So that's the hardest part of me, just trying to, you know, match the premium and all yes. that other type of stuff. What's been the funnest part? Um, the funnest part is, well... Just the whole aspect of it, like doing something that I've like always dreamed about doing, but never imagined it'd be like this. Mm. Cause I always want a job where I can make a good amount of money, have mm. a good, um, like, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, you know what I mean? A good flexibility? Uh, uh, not flexibility. <laughs> I don't know why I'm blanking right now. Um, culture, my bad. Yeah. Culture. Yeah, have yeah. a good culture, just different type of stuff like that. So now that we're in a job where like you could basically like control how much money you make, mm-hmm. good culture. Uh, and you're in business with all your boys. Like mm-hmm. You get to employ whoever you want. Yeah. I mean, like, normally, if you was to have a, Like, if you knew someone that made $100,000, like, what would you have to do to get to work with them? Like, if you think about it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, you probably somebody. couldn't. <laughs> like, yeah. you probably couldn't work with them. So we're in an industry where we get to make unlimited amount of money, and I get to help an unlimited amount of people. Yeah. Like, that's just super fun to me. I get to kick it with Rob and all them, people yeah. I went to high school with. You still get to cut up a little bit, but we yeah. get to, you know, develop ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, I like everything about it, honestly. So what's your future vision? Where do you see yourself five, ten years from now? Five, ten years from now? Just rocking it out with y'all? Yeah. Like that, that's, where do you want to live? Where do I want to live? Hmm. That's a good question. In five to ten years, I could probably see myself maybe down south somewhere for a little bit. Yeah. But I could probably see myself ending probably like Alaska or something. I don't know. Where people aren't. Yeah. Whoever people aren't. Yeah, New York. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't do New York. No, I'm just playing. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, like no. New York. I, I, hate, been, I hate New York. I hate like, the city. No, no disrespect to New York people, but yeah. I do not like New York. Yeah, it's just it dirty and crowded. Sleep. Yeah, crowded, never sleeps, dirty, rude, yeah. busy. Rude. Yeah, I, I can't so do So rude, bro. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to go to Fucking New York. New York is, <laughs> yeah. Ex- excuse me in New York is get the fuck out of the way. Oh, God, with their yeah. accents. <laughs> yeah, the I, accent, I the Tim's on. You couldn't pay me to go to New York. Horrible, dude. Absolutely horrible. Do rags and all. Yes. I ain't messing with them. So what's your uh what's your dream car five, ten years from now? Um 
That's crazy because I get asked this question a lot. I don't really have a dream car. I don't so know. What, I like. What are you passionate about then? I don't want to force a car on you. No, no, no. I, but as far as like a car, I'd probably say I want my next one. I like trucks. Yeah. So like a hard truck. Like I like your truck. You like the truck? Yeah. So I like, like the TRXs. Yeah. You just like got to be careful with that in Chicago. Hellcats. People yeah. be stealing them. You're going to rip your So maybe out. like a like a, a Rolls Royce truck, you know yeah. what I mean? Or like a Scat Pack or something like that. Yeah. Not a Scat Pack, a, um, a Trackhawk. Oh, yeah, that's something like number that. Number one most stolen vehicle here. Yeah, but they're not even popular cars. It's just kind of how I like them. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I got to get into the supercars and I'll yep. figure something out. Yeah, absolutely. So what's more so your why? Uh, my why? Yeah. Uh, it's for my family, more importantly. Yeah. Like, well, myself included, but I feel like... Your mom? Yeah, I feel like some people... Um, I feel like some people were born to, like, reap the benefits of other people's works, and I feel like some people were born to put the work in. Mm. You get what I mean? Yeah. And my family, we got a, you know, a family of people putting the work in, but we don't got too much to show for it. Like, I don't know nobody rich in my family. You mm. know what I mean? So, like, more so just putting my family in a position where, like, my mom could do what she needed to do, my brother, all mm. of them, and then... And the return, it'll come with me being able to do what I want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just like the freedom and just just be super rich, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's a group of us super rich. Like, you can't draw that up no better. Yeah. Family's taken care of. Everyone's happy. Well, not going to mm. be happy, but in a sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. Have some type of fulfillment. Everyone's successful in a sense. Everyone's family's healthy, good to go. Mm-hmm. Not too much worried about all the, you know, side BS that always yeah. infects families and gets passed on by generations. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite movie? Friday after next. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's the. Uh, is that the Christmas one? Yeah, yeah. It's, come, you ask me. That's a Christmas movie. That is a Christmas yeah, movie. A cr- I watch that I'm all a, the time. I'm around watch Christmas. it at least thirty times, but <laughs> at least I'm gonna watch it for Thanksgiving and Christmas, bro. <laughs> Absolutely. Friday, hey, Friday after next. That's my stuff. I love the part where uh, Cat Williams comes out uh, with the with the hooker or whatever he got uh-huh. working for him, and uh, she's like apologizing for letting the store get robbed, and, and he's like, he said, "Don't be answer? sorry." Be, be careful. helpful. Uh-huh. And I'm like, he said, where was your antennas? <laughs> where was your antenna, huh? <laughs> and yeah, that was, <laughs> was, is he the one who's like, pimp down? No, pimp in distress. Yeah, pimp in distress. He's like, Donna, did <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> Every Friday is funny, but I swear, like, bits and pieces of them got even funnier. In I each swear. One. I wish they would make another one. They need to. With Chris, but with Chris uh, Tuck, is it Chris Tucker? They should have did it before John Witherspoon died, though. Right? He's a key part. Yeah, he was a key part, dude. Mm-hmm. But they could still bring Ice Cube, and they could have yep. Chris Tucker, and they got could bring... To. Mike Epps, too. Mike Epps. Mm-hmm. Day-Day. Mm-hmm. Right? And, uh, shit, dude. Then Debo died. I think Debo died. Debo died, died too. Yeah, I think Debo Dang, died. But Dame in alive. Yep. Yeah. They was with Terry Crews alive Dang, still. Doing alive whatever he Terry wanted. Cruz. <laughs> that would have been funny if they had like Dame and Debo in They that. could do somebody else, though. They could bring in, like, uh, who's the big dude that plays for the Browns? Uh, the dude that hit uh, uh, Miles Garrett. Yeah, they mm-hmm. like Miles Garrett. They need to put Black on there. Yeah, they put Black <laughs> Garrett. So. Black is Debo. <laughs> <laughs> they could do something like that. Damn, dude. Yeah, that movie is hilarious. What about you have a favorite TV show? Um, I'll probably say Martin. Martin? Oh, yeah, my people just watch it. Yeah. Okay. I like Martin. Uh, you have a favorite restaurant or a favorite food, favorite dish? Um, you know what? I probably I never really had a favorite restaurant, but I probably have to say like Yard House. Yard House? Yeah, we go to Yard Slaps. House like every Friday. What's your What's your go to there? So we be going crazy. So we be getting the appetizers. Right? I get all that. You gotta get the um. Yeah. You gotta get the cheese curds. Yeah. With the little, I'm putting them on some exclusive stuff. I shouldn't even be saying this publicly. Yeah. 
But you gotta get the cheese curds with the queso dip and the firecracker shrimp. Queso dip, fire, firecracker shrimp, and fire. The, yeah, and the cheese curds. And the, I haven't slapped the cheese curds yet. Yeah, it come like the, the queso dip come up like the wraps. So we put like the cheese curds in the wraps with some queso and some shrimp. Oh god, yeah, be fire. Yeah, and then I get the orange chicken. The orange chicken be going crazy. Yeah, Rob loves the orange chicken. Mm -hmm. I get a pina colada, a virgin pina colada. For real? Yeah, everybody. Be that, what's that? At me. That's no alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a girly drink, but ten times girlier. You just burden. saying that because Simon's watching, or that's the truth? No, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, no, I, swear, I wish. No, I, no, I wish. But uh, okay, so what about your boy uh, Top G? Is he gonna? I saw this Jake Paul. Have you seen the? They they lined up. I'm not gonna lie. So yeah, that's crazy. You think they're gonna fight? They should. At this point, I feel like that fight might be more of a legitimate fight that Jake Paul's had because I don't feel like Andrew Tate needs the money. Nah. I can see Anderson Silva needing the money. I can see Tyron Woodley needing the money. Ben Askren for sure needs the money. Yeah. So it's like all those individuals would have for sure sold for 100000 Like, oh, 100 bands, Sure, I'll get punched in the mouth and pretend to get knocked out. I don't know about Top G getting knocked out for 100 bands. He better not. And I feel like more so fights today are more for entertainment. Like, Way these aren't more. even real matchups. I don't even like, think it's just real. entertainment yeah. money fights. So. I feel like Jake Paul and you got the top G. Who do you think will win? I hope the top G. Yeah. But Paul, he's been doing his work out there. I, oh, my. No, dude. I think he can low-key fight. No. He might be able to low-key fight. He might be, but I think, I think like, when you're talking about fighting a world-class champion, like, I, I made a TikTok about, like, how I do jujitsu, and, I, you know, two years of, like, one, I pay for exclusive training mm -hmm. from the best in the world. So similar to Jake Paul, right. maybe, maybe not all day long, access to great, you know, health additions, doctors, different things like mm -hmm. that, probably just like Jake Paul, maybe not even on the same scale. But for me to beat a world-class black belt champion. That's what I'm saying. So like, what do you think like, happened with that? Like, think of, think of, like, your strength and your wrestling and then me knowing a little bit of jiu-jitsu. It's like, it's not the same. Mm -hmm. it's, not the, it's not strength or anything. It's no. Jiu-jitsu is weird, bro. Mm -hmm. You get put in something weird and it's like, it feels like something's about to break and you mm -hmm. tap out. So it's like, I know boxing isn't jiu-jitsu, but it's like, everything's pretty comparative to, to an extent of like skill set development. Right. You're talking about a world-class champion <laughs> and you, you just punched him in the face and he got knocked out. It's like, I, you know what I mean? I believe in like genetic freaks and stuff, but... I mean, what the what is he packing in his his hand? That's what I'm saying. Dynamite. Think, I didn't watch it. Do you think it was rigged? I know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it had I have to like, be. I I like no for it's like it's like there's no <laughs> like it, it would be different if I was just catching a world class champion black belt here and there. I'd be like, oh okay, it makes sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I it it, it, it got to make sense. The math don't add up. Like, yeah. How long to a certain extent? It? There's got to be science. You know what I mean? Even if the dude was boxing for four years. Anderson Silva has been doing it for 30 years. Yeah. 40 years. You know what I mean? Tyrone Woodley. Oh, you're talking about a world-class champion, dude. A UFC. <laughs> like, what out. UFC I don't look at the 135-pound UFC champions and think I could beat the shit out of for them. For real, though. You know what I mean? Let alone some of my own size. I don't care if they're 80. They just got these dudes looking like champs. Yeah, dude. Like, that makes zero sense. At least sense. starting to believe it. Yeah, I don't think they can fight. No. <laughs> I, there ain't no way, dude. There ain't no way. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that would go out. I don't know how that would play out, dude. I have zero idea. Rob's going to be upset if the top G loses. Oh, my God. He's going to. You know what's going to do to Rob's ego? Yeah. He's going to have. He, he'll have to find someone else. Yeah. He'll be back to like full time Wes Watson. Yeah. He'll be back on Wes Watson heavy. Full, back, full time. Wes Watson wouldn't lose that fight. 
So, is there someone here? Yeah, for longer. Oh, for, oh yeah, just send them in. Okay. Yeah, just send them in. Thank you so much, Nick. Yeah, you asked Rob, you know, Wes Watson. Shout out Wes Watson. I like Wes Watson. Rob put me on a lot of people. I like Wes more than, than Andrew Tate. I like but Wes. I like a lot of things. I, I think where people go wrong is I like a lot of things Andrew Tate says. Mm-hmm. And I agree. They make sense. You know what I mean? In regard to work ethic and different things like that. Yes, sir. And uh, uh, no, just, just the one in the basket. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yes. And so he says so much stuff that corresponds with success and wealth. Mm-hmm. And, now, and the only small percentages, you know, especially growing up in, in a woman household is like, even though it makes sense, I always think you got to ask yourself the same question. That's my only difference of like, you know what I mean? Where he's like, if a girl got more than two bodies, she's a whore. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, like, I understand what he's saying, <laughs> but you got to ask yourself the same question. In my opinion, I, yeah. I believe in equality, you know, because it's like, I'm not, I, it's like, I wouldn't expect me to be in a relationship with someone that wouldn't have the same same type of, it's like if you ain't going to, if I'm not having her go to the club I ain't going to the club mm-hmm. that's the only difference I feel like and maybe he says stuff like that I don't listen to him enough but what I do give him is that like a lot of stuff he says might be a little biased or like sexist in a sense yeah. but it, it typically like stems out to be true in reality he speaks very traditionally yeah. so it's not like he's coming up with stuff that like never existed you know what I mean it's, it seems to really be like yeah. the habits and thoughts this is stuff mm-hmm. like prehistoric like philosophies and systems that they actually like apply. You know what I mean? It was like men did have multiple wives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Women, you know, weren't allowed to leave the house and like had to just cook and st- things like that. And you know, I don't. I mean, maybe years from now, people will edit it and only you know have me saying women need to never leave the house and just cook. So it's like, yeah, yeah I might get canceled for that. But it's like <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying what he's saying it was true lines up point. based off of of the past. And I think there's history repeats itself inevitably, and that we can pull different things from it and apply it and adjust and, and adapt. But I, I believe in, a, in equality to the best of our abilities. But at the same time, do I believe a man can have a baby? No. You know no, what I mean? So it's like, we can have equality a little bit, but it's like, you know, it's like, what, who, like name the top five WNBA players. I don't know. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. It's like, and then name like five NBA players. Like, we're going to rip off five. Oh. And it's like, because there is a physical difference between men and women. You know what I mean? But there's, to the best of our ability, it's like, you've got a fair shot. You've got a fair chance. Here's the opportunity. Here's how we perceive one another. Here's how we perceive the world. Yep. And I like to try to keep it as fair as possible. Almost as like, how would you want someone, like, would you let somebody top G your mom? That's what I'm saying. My question would be like, who are we trying to appease? Yes. Like, who are we lying to? Like, yeah. who are we lying for? That's yeah. my, like, who are we trying to, like, satisfy that we have to come up with these these lies. Yeah. Like, it's not possible. Like, stop lying to yourself. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, you can believe whatever you want. No one cares, right? Like, yeah. The part that makes people mad is that the imaginary stuff that you want to, like, try to make possible. Yeah. It's not possible. Yeah. Like, you're confusing people. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. it's become a more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah. For something so simple, because who are we trying to appease? Yeah, I agree. Like, it is what it is. You can like whoever you want, but, like, we can't just be coming up with all these these mystery stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's going to get confusing. Yep. No, I agree. <laughs> like, what if they really think that there was a different gender or something like that? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like a thousand years down the road, if there even is an Earth, like, yes. this might get misconstrued for something that never happened. No, they'll dig up our bones and realize <laughs> everybody was just like, what the fuck did they put on this one? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but, uh, man, is there anything else on your mind you want to put out there before we wrap up? I don't know. I was pretty much just coming to, you know, chop it up. Chop it up. To get these hires popping. If, if get people, because we're, we're going to cut highlights out of this for you as well, so you can 
throw it out for your business. Yes, sir. So where can people find you if they're interested in working with you, hearing more about you, just maybe networking with you? Where can people find you? Yes, sir. So you can find me on Instagram, right? So my Instagram is going to be, uh, we have the Big Check Boys first and foremost. Yep. That's kind of like our brand's page. And I am at uh, DripGod16. Yep. Uh, Facebook as well, Kane and Cleveland, and TikTok, which is going to be Kane and Cleveland underscore AD for yep. the Labic. Uh, we got all the links and all the bios and stuff yep. like that, so they could click on it. Uh, personal message, all that type of stuff. Um, yeah. But we, do I should I get my number? Or can you yeah. Like a do whatever you want to do. Yeah. So my phone number, my personal line is going to be four one two nine four four one seven eight eight. Dope. You could catch me at that number, and then you know. Yes. Any type of social media, so I'm reach out. You know. Oh, get them popping. Let's go. So you're you're helping kick off the first few episodes into the 100s. So great job. The 100s. We're in the 100s. Congrats to you. Thank you to the 100s. Yeah. All the hard work you put in. Pain in the ass. Yes. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Yes, sir.